All right, thank you for downloading the Cruise Control Podcast. You can find us on iTunes and on SoundCloud.com. You can follow me, the host, Randy Cruz, on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. This is the Cruise Control Podcast, now live on iTunes and SoundCloud, so um, more than one area to download and hear and subscribe to the podcast. Again, the Cruise Control Podcast with me, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. NBA season about three weeks away, and... We're going to be talking about some stuff going on in the NBA with a good friend of mine, DK. You know, he knows so much basketball, he goes by two letters, right, D? <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. I appreciate it. But, yeah, man, I, I know a little bit about some balls, so we're going to chop it up, and this will be a good time. All right. And he's also on Twitter at DK Media NYC. So um, without further ado, let's get right to it. Um First of all, me and you are big-time basketball fans, especially NBA. Um, just how happy, how excited are you knowing that the NBA is upon us? Uh, three weeks away, usually around this time in October, I start itching because I know the season's upon us and we get to reset and see um, how guys have either A, improved or B, has taken a step back. So I'm always excited when um, October rolls around because I know um, besides Halloween being upon us, the mm. NBA season will start usually around that time, and we get to you know see who's going to take the you know see from the beginning who's going to take the chip. Yeah, you know NBA is coming soon when the weather here in New York gets to about 55, 60, man. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> um. Let's get right to it, man. The Eastern Conference, Western Conference, a lot of changes, coaches, personnel, people on the move, people staying. Um, and, you know, we can be here and be experts and try to pinpoint who's going to who's gonna make the playoffs, who who's not, um, MVP, stuff like that. But we'll start with the Eastern Conference. Um, what teams do you feel – would be in that 7th, 8th seed play by the time March and April comes around? Okay, I've sat back. I just played back last season Mm -hmm. in the seedings in the playoffs for the East. And this is tough, man. This is tough. So if I was just to go from top to bottom, okay, so let's, Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta, Indiana, Miami, Milwaukee. See, that's where, see, that's, what's that? I have six right there. That's see, six. six. So, uh, see, that's where it gets, Washington, now that's where it gets becomes dicey. So what's that? Six? That's seven? That's seven. So I'm down to seven. So 
I got I got New York. I got either New York or Toronto fighting for that eighth spot. I don't believe I don't believe in Orlando. I think they're still too young. I think uh, they're not giving the reins to Oladipo like I think they should. Uh, Philly's just in disarray. They're not. They're 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 toast. So let's move them aside. Um, Charlotte. I, I I still don't know. You know, I still don't know what's what's going on with Gilchrist. He hasn't improved enough for me for them to take the next leap. Kemba's fine, and obviously you have the uh, you have Al Jeff there, Al Jefferson. So, but yeah, I think to, I think with this Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta, Indiana, Miami, Milwaukee at six, seven, Washington, New York, and Toronto going to be fighting for that eight seed. That's pretty much the Eastern Conference right there, in my little opinion. What what say you? Okay, um, because at the same time, I'm looking at who made it last year and who you don't have from last year making it this year. So Brooklyn, you don't have making it this year, and they made it last year. Um, and Boston, you don't have making it this year, and they made it last year. So your two new teams are Indiana and Miami. I, I, I know for a fact um, – barring any injury that the Miami Heat will make it this year. So now I was a little surprised that you didn't mention Toronto a little earlier and you had them yeah, fighting. No seating, no seating involved. I mean, obviously I could seat it. Right, no, right. no seating involved, but they, they, I forgot about Toronto and I made sure I put them in that, you know, that, uh, that window. No, but also at, at the same time, now with the fact that the division champions don't get an automatic top four seed, um, in this current playoff format makes things a little, a little interesting. So you can win your division, but still that doesn't guarantee you a, a, a top four home court advantage um, spot. So I agree with you, of course, on Cleveland, Chicago, Washington, Milwaukee, Atlanta. I got Toronto, um, Miami, and my eighth seed teams that can be uh, battling in March and April, just by the roster and the benefit of the doubt, I would give Boston that benefit of the doubt just because they made it last year. And I don't think they digressed over um, the offseason. They, they did add David Lee from Golden State. So they there's no drop-off from them. They can only get better. So if it's not Boston and looking at the, the rosters, which I did last night, um, I would say Charlotte, you know, you got Kimba, you got Al Jefferson. They drafted Frank Kaminsky from Wisconsin. Um, PJ Hairston, Nicholas Batum. They added, you know, Jeremy Lin. But they added some pieces that they needed for that roster. And then when you compare that to a Detroit Pistons or Orlando Magic, it's it, it's okay on paper. But just by the roster alone, I think I think Boston and Charlotte have have an upper edge on those two, including Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn has been digressing for the past several years. Um, just like two years ago, it was, you know, KG and Paul Pierce and D. Will and Brooke Lopez and Joe Johnson. Now, Joe Johnson, the only person left. J.K. was a coach, and now Hollins is the coach, and I don't think they've done um, a significant job getting 
some some high profile or some good pieces there around Joe Johnson. And will Joe Johnson even be a Brooklyn net by the All-Star break? You know, maybe not. I think Brooklyn is in a is going in one direction and that's not up. And you know what me and you being here in New York and being being Knicks fans, you know, the Knicks playing for the eighth seed, I mean they can. It is the Eastern Conference, D, and it it based on Melo being healthy. It based on how well Robin Lopez comes in and becomes a factor on the defensive end. Aaron Aflalo and all them guys that they that they got over the offseason. It sounds nice again on paper, but now when it has to manifest on the court, and Melo is not getting any younger. Um, it's another year of a quote-unquote rebuilding process for the Knicks. They drafted Porzingis. We we have no clue what he can do outside of what we see online. And just to say, yeah, I mean, there will be uh, the AFC at some point. You got to think realistically, and I think Boston and Charlotte have an upper edge on New York, Detroit, um, and Orlando. Now you said Indiana. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. Um, you know. Not count them, but I think Indiana, along with Charlotte and Boston, could fight for the eighth seed. Listen, it's a JV man, it's a decent conference. It's a JV baby, <laughs> not even Boston. JV baby, first and foremost. So anything could happen. Obviously, injuries, barring no injuries, um, anything could happen. I just, I, I'm from a school where when the clock is ticking. And this is obviously, you mentioned a couple of things I want to touch on before I go into that, but you mentioned the fact that um, now, it's, now the games during the season count more, right? right? That's number one. Number two, having stated that the, the games count more and their value, they value it at such a, you know, you need every game possible for seeding, you want a guy who can score. You want to be able to pass it to a guy on every team that we've mentioned and almost every team, you have a guy say, here, here's the ball, give me two points. So when I look at, when I'm fighting to see who's going to make the AC, and I look at Orlando, and I look at Philly, and I look at Charlotte, I look at Charlotte, and I'm like, well, who do they give the ball to when we say, we need, we need two points? I mean, Kemba can create his own shot, but he's not a scorer. You know, he needs a pick and roll. He may, you know, he may boogie on you, but he's not a scorer. And then, you know, you look at Orlando, you don't have scores there. So, uh, I mean, the New York Knicks have Melo, and you mentioned him, and how he's getting older. Yeah, you can get older, but... That's your, that's your team, too. That's your yeah, team, too. you can get... Listen, <laughs> I'm not going back. I'm not going back off. It's been a lot of... It's been a lot of lies being pitched to New York fans. A lot of disappointment in the last... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm losing count of how many years it's been. So there's been many, many disappointment, disappointing uh, seasons. However, they made the playoff two years ago. Remember that? Yeah, it feels so long ago. It feels <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. But I believe in Melo. I believe Melo is one of the top three scorers in the league, mm-hmm. and you you can't stop that guy from averaging anywhere between 25, 27 points a game when healthy. Now, they put some pieces around him. You have Robin Lopez. He sets great screens. He can rebound. He can defend. He can be, a, he can be troublesome. And he takes, he takes defense 
very seriously. I'm not putting any stock into, into Porzingis. Still, it's too early for me to decide whether he's going to, it's, you know, what, what upside he has. I, I don't take those YouTube clips very seriously. Um, but they put some pieces around him with the follow and some young pieces around him where it, I'm hoping they can sc- scrap and get at least uh, the eighth spots because it's the, it's the JV Eastern Conference. If they can't make the eighth seed with a healthy Carmelo, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. I, I, I'm at a loss for words. Pretty honest. Hey, hey listen, man. I I you know. The Nick fan in me wants to say they'll be in contention for eighth. If you're around, let let's say this: to be in the eighth seed, you gotta win between thirty five and thirty thirty eight thirty nine games. Forty games. You, I, okay. you guys can't go five hundred for the season. Who the Knicks? Yeah. To make the AC, they can't go at least 500. Okay, I'll point this out. Last year, Milwaukee went 500, 41 and 41. You mean to tell me the Knicks are just as good as the Milwaukee Bucks to be 500? Right now, I don't see how with the team they built, how the, in the Eastern Conference. How they can't go 500. I, I don't see how they just can't. They can't split five. I don't see when you have a, a score like Melo on your team, he's going to give you at least 10 games he wins by himself. These other 30 games, we can't scrap up some other guys to step up and give him some help. We're going to see. It's, 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 it's early. The, the, you know, the team on paper looks decent enough for me to make the playoffs. We shall see. No, it, it it the it does look does look uh decent for them to make the playoffs. It is the Eastern Conference. It's not it's not the West. But my thing is the thing with the Knicks, you know, has been where they'll lose to a team that they should beat. And that that has happened more times than often in the in the past few years. Outside of that 2013 season, every time they'll get a team on a schedule that you you know you would say oh they, they can beat them and they'll lose to them but then when they get a high profile team come in like a San Antonio or Oklahoma City whoever that you know whatever they'll play like it's game 7 NBA finals but then they'll they'll play horrible in a game against back then the Bobcats or something like that and this year if they can if they can be in that kind of realm of 35, 38 game range, March and April, then I don't see why not they can be eighth. If Melo's healthy and they and other people start stepping up, like, oh, wow, like they really are doing their thing that can surprise some people, then all right, anybody can do that. Anybody on Charlotte can do that. Anybody on Boston can do that. Anybody on the Pacers can do that. Detroit, Orlando is just... Got to be healthy, and you got to win the games that you should be able to win. Be who you need to be, lose who you know has more talent than you, and then go from there. Last year, you know, they gutted, they gutted the team. So I, I, I accept that for what it's worth. Um, all, I, all, I, all I ever want in a team, it doesn't even matter Knicks or anything else, all I ever want in a team is compete. And if you lose to a team that is – more talented than you, 
Yeah, I accept that. But there was been, there's been no, com- you know, the, the only time I saw the Knicks compete was when, the last time I think I saw the Knicks compete very well was when they played, I think, I don't know if it was last year, when they played Cleveland, was it when they played Cleveland open night, and I think they beat them? Yes, that they last did. Last year or two years ago? It had to be two it years ago last year. They had JR. It was yeah. last year. It was two years ago, yeah. So that's the last time I was like, ooh, they look, they look like they want to they wanna play this, this season, and then we know what happened. So it is what it is. And that's my point. Because if you, if you recall, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, they started two and one last year, and everybody was like, "Oh wow, two and one." You know, what do you think? And two and one Knicks, and well, that's two and one. I don't know what they finished seventeen and what and, and whatnot. <laughs> so my thing is, but they beat the Cavaliers with LeBron and Kevin Love and Kyrie and all them guys. They beat the Cavaliers opening night, and people thought like, "Oh wow, maybe we got something." But they had Shumper, they had Gio, they had a different roster. But now. It's like you got to play the same way whether it's a team uh, above 500 playoff uh, playoff team or a team that's below 500. You got to play the same and be healthy. But, you know, me and you can go at this all night about the Knicks, and I'm not really trying to do that. <laughs> um, I, I, um, the Western Conference and, and you know, a more um, high-profile, difficult conference that – it's just going to be uh, 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 it's going to be war in the Western Conference yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. I am so ready. Right, and the fact that now, like I said before, the fact that you winning, you, you winning your division doesn't really mean anything now, and you can win the Pacific and still be seventh, and that's, that's just how it is now, and um, People moving, a lot of big-time moves. Uh, San Antonio, I think, made the biggest move. Aldridge and David West uh, are now San Antonio Spurs. They also kept Kawhi Leonard. Um, and and that, and that's just one team. It, and Aldridge going to San Antonio really hurts Portland because they were a playoff team last year, and they lose, they lose four starters um, from last year's roster. So it automatically to me D Portland's not making the playoffs and we have one spot to fill because you know you went first with the east I'm, I'll go first with the west um San Antonio Houston Clippers OKC I think OKC will make it this year Memphis that's five um I know I'm missing somebody already um you got uh Golden State oh yeah Golden State I forgot the champs. Golden State, <laughs> um, New Orleans, the Pelicans. Yep. And Mavericks. We still are we still putting the Mavericks yeah, in? They got D. Will and Wesley yeah, Matthews. Right there, sir. That's eight. But my question is, who on the, who's on the outside looking in that can really pose a threat to one of those teams that I have in the, in the eight that can come in and be a shocker? In the eighth seed. Uh, <laughs> please, let me just go. If you don't mind, let me just go through what yeah. I'm seeing here. Let me just count the ways. All right. So I agree with your lineup, but uh, as I'm looking at the people on the outside, the teams on the outside, I sit back and I just laugh. First and foremost, let's go through it, shall we? Delhi right. Lakers. Kobe, 20th season, chances are, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to bet that 
Uh, clearly, the Lakers will not make the playoffs, and Kobe will, um, if I'm a betting man and I have a crystal ball, he is going to um, leave the Lakers and come play for the Knicks for Phil and Derek Fisher. But right. you didn't hear that from me. That's and me. Here, here, we, here we go. Here we go with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. So now, yeah, the Lakers, uh, I don't think, I look at the team, D'Angelo Russell, Mundai was a better point guard. He should have been he should have been drafted uh, ahead of uh, uh, Russell, but they picked Russell. They could have gotten um, the center that went to the Seventy Sixers, Okafer. They could have gotten Okafer. They did not. So now you got you bring in Hibbert, you bring in Brandon Bass, you bring in uh, Lou Will, um, and then obviously you have Clarkson still there, and then you have a, a semi healthy Kobe. We shall see. That's not that's not good enough. It's going to take a while for them to gel. So no, they're not challenging for the eight seed. Minnesota's too young. Um, they're young. They're just wet behind the ears. They, they, it's not going to happen. They're they're too young. So, and I've never been a Rubio fan. I hate Rubio. He has no jump shot. He has no ten footer. No fifteen footer. No three point shot. He, he he. All he does is dribble and pass. Okay. If that, and plays no D. So if that's if that's what you want to do, go ahead, Minnesota. Ride your wave. So no, Minnesota's done. Phoenix. I don't know what happened with the Morris brothers, but apparently them and them and Jeff Hornacek just didn't see eye to eye. Dragic is gone. Um, I, I don't see them doing making any making any noise. Portland, as you said, was decimated. Um, Damian Lillard, Lillard's going to more than likely average thirty because there's really no one else there uh, to to help fill the void that uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, you know, the departure of LaMarcus Aldridge, that that void is just too, too big to fill. And then last and certainly not least, um, well, actually, no, we have uh, two more that I'm looking at. Sacktown, um, I mean, when George Carl gets hired and, and says, a rumor comes out and says he wants to trade your, the, one of the best centers in the league, in DeMarcus Cousins, a.k.a. Boogie, uh, I, I, I don't know, I don't know how you start uh, – how you join a team and have a rumor like that come out unless it's true. Um, so I don't see Boogie playing to his full potential until uh, George Call is fired. So I believe it's going to take about maybe 15 games and George Call will be fired because Boogie will not play to his full full potential. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Boogie has grown up to Marcus Cousins, but I doubt it. So that's Sacktown. And, of course, Utah. Please forget about it. Utah is still young. I mean, they, they got Haywood there. Um, uh, but other than that, I mean, they they don't they don't strike me as a team that's going to make the playoffs. They're too young as well. So, I mean, out of those, what's that? Six teams? None of them. None of those six teams are better than that murderous row of San Antonio, Houston, Clips, OKC, Memphis, Golden State, New Orleans, and Dallas. There's just too much talent on those teams for any of those teams to not make the playoffs. And if they don't, it's a travesty. What you say, sir? Mm, I. I feel like the West could be already set. I mean, you just never know, barring any any injury with those eight teams. But I think most of America will have San Antonio, Rockets, Clippers, Warriors, Pelicans, Mavericks, Thunder, and Memphis in the eight. But, you know, you, you just never know. A team might get hot out of nowhere. We saw it with Milwaukee last year. I, I, I don't think I had Milwaukee in the playoffs for last year. And they shocked and surprised a lot of people, even without Jabari Parker. And, and with him in the lineup, I think that they'll be a better team. But, you know, with the Western Conference is so – my uh, 
It's loaded, like, man. No. It's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> loaded. It's loaded. And 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 just the fact that last year we saw San Antonio and the Clippers in round one because of of that whole division thing. Now we're we're gonna see some good matchups in round one and round two, but we're not gonna see the big time matchups until the Western Conference Finals. Now we're not gonna see. Like, San Antonio and the Clippers could have been a Western Conference Finals matchup last year, but it happened to be in the first round. So now, you told me last week that you already have signed, sealed, delivered, penciled in. San Antonio is winning winning this whole thing. It's done. It's a done deal. Might as well just uh, polish, the, polish the rings up, uh, get the champagne ready, get the goggles ready, get the, get, you know, might as well start messing up Greg Popovich's hair. Uh, you might as well just pass out the rings. Uh, Becky Hammond, isn't she? Uh, isn't she on the, the coaching staff as well? Yep. Yeah, she might as well give her a ring. I mean, it's it's it, it, it's etched in stone, sir. They are two. So no, so nobody in the West or the East has a shot at taking San Antonio down. Is, is, that's what you're telling me. No, I'm I'm sitting here having a conversation with you uh-huh. on the Hits podcast. And it's October 1st, and I'm telling you we will have this discussion again. And when we have this discussion, I'm going to tell you, what did I tell you? They are loaded from top to bottom. And let me, let me, let me be the first to tell you, a lot of teams should take note of what Greg Popovich does. He's going to play his top players very sparingly. He's not going to play them. He's going to play them maybe 29 30 minutes, if that, Manu, Manu, Kawhi, LaMarcus, they're going to play 30 minutes tops. All the bench players are going to play the majority of minutes for experience, for uh, game, you know, you got to get game experience, you got to get different scenarios happening, and Popovich likes that because you know why? His players are all healthy during the important playoff run. It happens for the past six or seven years. I don't know why teams haven't picked up on it, but he will easily say, you know what, Tim? We're playing Orlando Magic. Take the night off. You have a you have a sprained foot today. You know what, Manu? You have strep throat next week. You know what, Tony Tony Trey Trey Buen Parker? You got a pulled abdomen. Sit out. <laughs> and, and, and and they don't question him. Popovich is at a point where, well, listen, he, he'll have a press conference, and he'll be like, well, Greg Popovich, Coach Pop, listen, um, we want to know, uh, LaMarcus has been out these past couple of games. Is he okay? He's fine. Next question. <laughs> yeah, you know, Greg Pop don't answer your question in any in uh, interview anyway. No, he's not. So with all that being said, the roster, how he coaches the team, the experience, um, you know, the experience, uh, Greg Popovich resting his players, add all that up, and all it tells me is shine them rings, sir. You mentioned um, uh, earlier talking about the Lakers. We're here on the Cruise Control Podcast with man DK. You can follow him on Twitter at DK Media NYC. Talking about the NBA uh, three weeks away, something like that. I know we're, I know we're pretty close uh, to get this whole thing started. You mentioned um, the Lakers. Obviously, when you mention the Lakers, the, the one, name, one name that pops up is Kobe Bryant. He is in entering his 20th NBA season. And w- w- when you hear the number 20, it's like, wow, like 
man, time really flew by. Like, I just recall where he came into the league, 96, 97, and you fast forward 20 years, and now we're talking about, is this Kobe's last year? Should it be his his last season? If it is, is it only with the Lakers? Will Kobe ever play with somebody else? He says he bleeds purple and gold. Um, just kind of reflect on this season becoming number 20 for Kobe Bryant and the fact that, you know, we're on the brink of him retiring in a year or two or whatever it is, whenever he decides to do so. Um, just your overall thought on Kobe Bryant being in his 20th season and do you see him retiring as a Laker or do you see him trying to get championship number six with somebody else? Okay. <clears throat> Quick trivia question. Who is the other? There's only obviously Kobe Bryant 20 years with one team. There's another person that did that. Do you know who that is? 20 years with one team? Yes. I'll give you a hint because it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, I'll give you a hint. He played on the dream team. John Stockton. There you go. John Stockton and Kobe Bryant are the only two players to ever play on the same team for 20 years. Having stated that, I mean, I followed Kobe since Lauren Marion. Um, I've heard, I've heard, you know, he's, pretty much my age. So I've followed him from his beginning of his career to when he got drafted. Uh, I went to, I went out to boarding school in high school in PA and I kept hearing the name and I never, you know, there's no YouTube, there's no, there's no video internet time where you can go on and see who, you know, I kept hearing his name, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, guy's the best, guy's the, the best. I don't know if he's going to stay, I don't know if he's going to go to college, but he's the truth, he's the truth. He may go to the league and, and once I saw him play, I said, oh yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, he's, he's ready. I said, he's ready. He, he needs to go to the league. And he took the league by storm, and clearly, um, you know, he, he, he rode with those teams in L.A., the L.A. Lakers. He rode, you know, he rode, rode the wave with a lot of great teams from, from with Shaq and, 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 and Rick Fox and, and Robert Horry and the list, you know, the names can go on and on. And then obviously when Shaq left, he still won two chips uh, without him. Um, and he started breaking down towards the later part of his career. So he's been pretty durable. So he's been taking care of his body. It just so happens that, I mean, it just, it just sad, it saddens me because he's, he's breaking down towards the end of his career. So it goes from the Achilles to a, to a, a broken kneecap to a torn rota- rotator cuff. Now, you know Kobe's, Kobe's one of the only players, one of the many, just, just few players that, will try to play through an injury. So, obviously, the Achilles you can play through. And the broken kneecap you could have played through. He played with the torn rotator cuff for a couple of games until he was like, eh, it's not going to work. Yeah, I think it's time. But he played through it. So, I mean, he's a warrior. He loves the game. Now, do I see him retiring? Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice and cute when he says, oh, I bleed purple and gold. If I'm not mistaken... Jordan didn't stay with the Bulls. He went to he went to Washington, didn't he? Yeah. Same thing with I never I thought I'd never see Charles Barkley leave Phoenix, and he went to Houston. I never thought I'd see Pippen leave the Bulls, and he went to Portland, then he went to Houston. 
I think. But he, no, Portland and then I think, did he go to Houston? Did Pippen go to Houston? He went to Houston, then Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So both those teams. Right, exactly. And then, you know, Carmelo. I'm like, Carmelo will retire a, a Utah Jazz. He will retire with the Utah Jazz. And then he goes to L.A. So uh, Gary Payton, the list goes on. Gary Payton, I thought, would stay with Seattle. And then he goes to L.A. So, and then he goes to Miami. So it sounds great. I bleed purple and gold. Yeah, I can bleed purple and gold, baby, and go to the Knicks or go to Cleveland to win another chip to be to be a Ray Allen, to be the hide assassin. I just sit on the bench. If you give me 13, 14 minutes, I'll play some great D. I'll score when you need me to, and I'll, I'll be a facilitator. There's nothing wrong with that. But do I see him, to answer the question, do I see him retiring as a Laker? No. I see him leave. Even even thinking back, Iverson. I'm thinking Allen Iverson will retire as a, a sixer, and he did not. So I see him actually leaving the Lakers to go to just like David West. He's going to play for the league minimum to win that to win another chip to match. And if I'm not mistaken, he has five rings to match Jordan six to make it even a harder argument. To even to even have Jordan and Kobe in the same breath. I think he will not retire as a Laker. Your thoughts? It's tough because, you know, I think when, when, when Kobe says he's going to do something, then, you know, he means it. Like, you know, every time he got every time he got hurt and he said, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to do whatever it takes, and I'll be back, I'll be back. Lo and behold, you see Kobe Bryant back in, back in, in, um, in that lineup. But him retiring as a Laker – I think it could happen. I just don't see Kobe being that guy. I think Kobe's more of a loyal guy, not not only to to the city of of L.A., but to the team. They drafted him. They gave him the opportunity, um, getting him in a trade from Charlotte back in '96. And matter of fact, speaking of trivia, because you want to you want to throw questions at me, <laughs> who did Kobe Bryant get get traded for that night? Vladdy Dvac. And? Oh, no one? <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell Vlade me? D-Vac? You mean to tell me? Uh, you mean to tell me they gonna trade Vladdy Dvac for Kobe Bryant straight up? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, I, yeah, I thought it was just straight up because Vladdy was, you know, I mean, nah. it was Kobe Bryant. He's young. But I mean, somebody else. Uh, you give can, me a hint, sir. Uh, if I give you, I, I can't even give you a hint because I gave you the dream team and you got John Stockton. I ain't not gonna give me a hint. All right, he 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 was a um, you know what, man? I'm I'm just gonna tell you, I, I'm not giving you a hint because it, it, it's difficult. But I mean, you can look it up. You can correct me if I'm wrong after it. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was Vlad Divac and Eldon Campbell. I'll look that up. I mean, Elton, man, Elton. And see, Elton, what uh, what kind of hint am I going to throw at you for Elton Campbell? Yeah, Elton Campbell. Uh, all right. Hint, yeah, Elton, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. The, yeah. Hint, the hint would have been, oh, he, he played center for the Lakers in the early 90s. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, that's not yeah. good enough. Yeah, I would have said either, I would have said obviously Vlade or Elton or Sam Perkins. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> Back to Kobe, I, I I think he does retire a Laker. I think he's he's very indebted to the city, the, the organization, the whole Bus family. Um, I just don't see Kobe being a chaser for a ring. He he already has five. You know, I know the magic number to him is six for Jordan. Um, but at at this point, deep, 
he has five. Trying to chase Jordan, there's no need for that because technically Kobe Bryant could have had seven if he didn't lose to, to Detroit in 04 and 08 to Boston. So Kobe Bryant could have been a seven-time world champion, and this right. conversation wouldn't even be happening. But for him to go to like a New York or anywhere else, that's not happening. I know you want him to be a Nick because you're a Nick fan. I wouldn't mind seeing Kobe being in a Nick uniform, but again, I don't want to see another superstar past his prime in a Nick uniform. We we've been there, done that. So I think he, how many years? I think he might have one more year. Um, it all depends on this year how healthy he remains. But Kobe can be. Kobe could be effective for like five more years. You know what I'm saying? He, to him, does he want to start? Does he want to get 20, 25, 30 minutes? Does he want to have to score 25 points a game? Um, look at Ray Allen. Look at look at other players who were starting their whole career. They digress, and then they go on a different roster off the bench and still be productive. But now does, does Kobe want to come off the bench and be a 10, 15-point-a-game scorer? 15 minute uh, a night kind of guy that can be effective for a team. That's that's the main question. It's not about is he going to retire in in a, in a year or two and be effective. It's the fact that does he want to continue playing and not be Kobe Bryant, be the Black Mamba? Is is, is he? Let me let me answer that for you real quickly, sir. Uh huh. Yes, I believe <laughs> Kobe Bryant's not Allen Iverson. Obviously, I believe Kobe Bryant will look at Ray Allen and say, you know what. I can come off the bench and be the like. See, people don't understand when you you mention it. The Black Mamba, the Black Mamba bites you and you die. It doesn't matter you doing. You don't have to do the biting for thirty to forty minutes. Like a bite, like that Ray Allen shot in Miami against San Antonio was a killer shot, and that was literally five seconds of death. It was five seconds. He caught the ball, took a step back, shot a three, went to overtime, and the game was over. And the momentum shifted. That's all we need from Kobe. So I believe, yes, I believe Kobe will say, you know what, I'll take a, I'll take a seat for a hot minute. When you need me, press the Kobe button, and it's on and pop it. Right, but I, I want I want the black mamba that you find, like, in a hot jungle. Not a, not a black mamba snake you find in, in, in your local zoo. You know what I'm saying? It's a big difference. <laughs> He said not a garden snake. He said he wants it to be a python. I want, I, I want like a, a viper. I want, I want that venom from Kobe. Not, not no. See me, me as a fan. I don't want to see Kobe. Oh, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. You know, a great ten points. I just can't do it. I mean, I think, I think Iverson had the same issue and the same problem going to Detroit or Denver or or, or, or Memphis for that little stint. I think it was it was tough on him because he wanted the minutes. He wanted to start. But at some point in time, it's like, listen, AI, this is not 1999. This ain't 01. And I'm a big AI fan, but at some point, either you want to go out on top and know that know your limit or say, you know what, I, I'm going to be a, a journeyman and just try to help produce and be a veteran off the bench and stuff like that. I don't think Kobe's going to do that. Um, I think he I think he'll remain a Laker. He'll retire a Laker in the next year or so, and he'll go into filmmaking or stuff like that. I don't see him in the broadcast booth like a TNT or ESPN, which you know would be kind of nice on TNT. Um, but I don't know. You know, Kobe's a weird dude, and you know, it, it, in a good way. 
and you just never know what's going to happen with it because, you know, he keeps everything to himself. And even on media day, just like, how do you know when to hang it up? Is he going to do a farewell tour like Derek Jeter did last year? And it's very easy for him to say, you know what, this is my last year. But for Kobe, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, You never know. You never now. know with Kobe. It ain't now. Hey, real quick. Um, Stephen Curry, MVP last year. Does he repeat? And if not, who do you have in your three, five uh, players that can walk out the MVP this year? No, I don't think Curry repeats. Um, I'm going to give it to either LeBron or James Harden again because they, um, you know, they'll have they'll have enough. They'll have enough. Uh, well, let's start with with uh, James Harden. He's the guy that makes that engine go. So there's not going to be anyone that's going to be, you know, he has the super duper green light, the greenest light I've ever seen. Green Miles will call him Green Lantern. The guy, has a, he can pull from anywhere. It doesn't even really matter, and the confidence is there, and he's been doing well. He, you know, last year, he, he lost. I, I actually wanted James Harden to win based on him not having Dwight Howard and where they, and what games, how many games they won. I thought it could, it should have went to him, but I wasn't mad that it went to Steph Curry because of him having a better record. Having stated that, Cleveland and LeBron, you're not going to have Kyrie, so going to be LeBron carrying that team for a period of time and it, it easily can go to him as well. So I got, I got, I mean, I got a watch of James Harden and LeBron. Those are the two people I'm watching right now for MVP. Um, LeBron is in MVP consideration every single year. Yep. Um, so that's, that's an automatic. Uh, James Harden. And I would say, I mean, Curry can be in consideration. It just all depends on of, of how well they do. Um, but I'm trying to find someone that can really. Uh, and Davis could be somebody else. Um, I think him and what he's been able to do with the Pelicans, and I think they'll be a better playoff team. They were eighth last year. Um, I think they'll be between five and between five and seven. Um, just because the West is so so tough. And I would say between a Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook, um, what Westbrook was doing last year without Kevin Durant was just so bionic that he was averaging a, a triple-double damn near every game Forgot without about Kevin Westbrook, Durant. But he's not going to have that with Kev- KD back. That's not, that's not, that's not going to be the same, uh, same output. Right. That's why I, that's why I threw Kevin Durant in the mix because yeah. everybody's is you know highly anticipating KD's return. So am I, um, and just see what he has. You know he he got hurt late in the season, or I think midway through uh, through last year, and everybody just amped up and excited to see KD back. And I think he could be back at MVP form. Um, so to round it up, LeBron, James Harden, and Davis, Steph Curry, and KD slash Russell Westbrook would be the MVP candidates um, that, that that I would have. So I mean, Curry, if he, if Curry wins it again, man, all power to him. But you know, I, I know you have San Antonio winning the the, the NBA Finals. I'm uh, I want to say San Antonio, but. 
wait, wait, you have an argument? <laughs> wait, 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 I mean, wait, from argue, Okay, I want to hear this, please, please. From a a from a fan standpoint, I just think that I don't want I don't want LeBron to go to what his seventh NBA Finals because right now, barring any injury, Cleveland's going to be in the finals. Ain't nobody beating them in the East. Right? You don't you don't think Miami has any shot? To beat Cleveland, though, I mean Miami's very I good. Mean, my, okay, you, Miami's very good. In the starting five, I know the starting five. Okay, what? White, um, Whiteside, D Wade, Bosch, um, Luol, Luol Dang, and Drogic, and Goran Drogic. Okay, and and they well, have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, LeBron James, Moskov, and when he come back from from injury, Iman Shumpert. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't see it as being a cakewalk for Cleveland to just be thrown to the through you know thrown to the, the to represent the Eastern Conference uh, Eastern Conference in terms of cha- Eastern Conference champions. I listen. That Miami team is loaded. That's the only team I see. Uh, I mean, I'm not even going to talk about Chicago right now. I don't even want to discuss them until the end. But listen, that Miami team. But you were saying San Antonio being dethroned. Please, I want to stay there. Go 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 go. Okay, first of all, Cleveland will beat Miami in, in six in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and I think that the – maybe I just don't want to see another Cleveland-San Antonio Finals, LeBron and Duncan again. But I just want LeBron to win that third ring. When it comes down to it, if LeBron is not winning the third ring, as a fan, I want to see Kevin Durant win win his first ring, but I don't know if they can compete with San Antonio if it comes playoff time. So, I'm thinking from a fan standpoint. Now, when you throw throw it at me, realistically, top to bottom, roster, all the moves. I mean, I'm not gonna forget Golden State won last year. I'm not gonna throw them to the side just because San Antonio got Aldridge and David West and kept Kawhi Leonard. I'm not gonna do that. So, I gotta give. Some respect to Golden State. Um, they're still defending champions. They can get back there, but if they run to a San Antonio, that can be the only that can be the only roadblock that the Warriors have and, and the Clippers. Because you want to talk about a roster, the Clippers revamped their whole roster and their bench. So where you have a Josh Smith, Lance Stevenson, um, Jamal Crawford. I know if against somebody else, but they revamped their roster and they kept DeAndre Jordan in the offseason. So you want to throw San Antonio roster at me, I'm going to throw the Clippers roster back at you. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> oh, you didn't. I had to. The, the, Clippers. the Clippers. Do you know how much hair Chris Paul is going to lose dealing with Josh Smith and Lance Stevenson? Let me, first of all, I've never been a Josh Smith fan. That's Doc, that's Doc Rivers' job, not Chris Paul's job. Come okay, on, listen. There have been a lot of uh, how many coaches does Josh Smith go through, and and I, I don't. He he played with Kevin McHale, didn't he? He played at Houston, right? Yeah. And what is it? I guess Kevin couldn't get through him. So Doc is supposed to be the the Houdini, the the magician that's supposed to make him actually stop shooting threes, make him actually rebound, make him actually play D, make him actually be a be a good team player. I don't believe so. I think what you see is what you get with Josh, and I've never liked his game, never, ever. And then Lance, my God, I don't know if there's any – I don't know if you're going you're gonna to win with, with Lance because he got his money and he hasn't been the same since. I don't know if he has it in him. 
So when you when you bring them up, I'm like, Chris Paul is going to have a headache this season because yes, you'll have DeAndre Jordan and yes, you'll have Blake Griff. But after that, Playboy, I don't know how well that team's going to gel. But when you put that team up against the San Antonio Spurs, ah, there's so many many ways I can just kill you. Let me count the ways. Trey Parker, Patty Mills, Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, Tim Duncan, David West, LaMarcus Aldridge. I, I, oh, Manu. Oh, it's just too many, too many horses on that team, man. It's too many, and they'll and they'll click. They'll get together and they'll click just at the right time because Popovich will make them click just at the right time. It's it's NBA Finals or bust, baby. If the San Antonio Spurs do not win a chip this year then something drastically happened. Somebody got hurt for a long period of time. LaMarcus Aldridge said, I need more minutes, and I'm not playing for you guys anymore. Something's going to happen. But I, I don't believe anybody in the West is going to be able to dethrone San Antonio from making that long, quick trip to the final again to get that ring for Tim Duncan and LaMarcus. It's going to be a champagne shower, baby. Champagne shower. So to wrap this whole thing up, you uh, the question I have is, what teams you feel have um, some medium size or large size amount of pressure going in to the season? Is it San Antonio because of the moves they made? Is it Cleveland and LeBron trying to get back to the finals and try to win his his, uh, his third title? Is it the Clippers knowing that they had a 3-1 lead in the conference semis and they lost to Houston and now they get a revamped bench? Anybody else I'm missing, or do you feel those are the three that have, and, and also Golden State trying to repeat as champions? Any anybody else outside those four, you feel have somewhat amount of pressure coming into the season? Pressure. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, San Antonio has, has a lot of pressure on them because they're they're loaded. The Clippers as well. Cleveland, they're loaded. There should be no reason why, just like you said, you should you know you should see them back in the finals. Those those are pre those would probably be the top three teams where I say the pressure is is overwhelming. Um, you know, San Antonio, Cleveland, um, Golden State, Golden State. You know, Golden, matter of fact, no, Golden State's not. There's no pressure. You know why? Because no one no one even expected them to be there. So no. There's no pressure. There's no pressure on them. No, let me rephrase that and come back. Golden State may have the pressure in terms of can you repeat with the same team because people will say it was flu, people were hurt, yada, yada, yada. So there's the pressure of that. Mm. But, um, so yeah, Golden State, San Antonio has pressure in terms of being being stacked. The Clippers have the pressure pressure of, 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 as well as being, they have a you know team that's just full of stars, unless some stars more, more than not. Um, quote unquote, bunny years. Um, yeah, and Cleveland. I mean, you know, Mr. Love has to come back and, and prove that with him on the court, they can win a championship. So, I mean, those are the teams that I think have the most pressure in the NBA right now. I would, yeah, I would think San Antonio, the Clippers, uh, Cleveland, and Golden State. Um, obviously, LeBron's trying to win his third championship. You know, if he gets to the to the finals, it'll be finals number seven, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, and then Golden State trying to win, tr- trying to repeat. Um, they did lose David Lee in, in the offseason, so I don't think they got anybody for him or somebody somebody to replace him um, for what he for what he does on the court. So that could be a big loss um, down the down the road. The Clippers having that having that lead in the conference semis and losing that um, that big lead in Game Six at home and then losing Game Seven in Houston. I think that's that's pretty big and. You know, people knew Doc Rivers had to make some moves to to bolster that bench, um, and getting Josh Smith, Lance Stevenson, to go along with Jamal Crawford, um, I think they did one hell of a job in in doing that. And then the whole fiasco and keeping DeAndre Jordan, um, prying him away from going to Dallas was obviously the biggest move they made, and you know San Antonio, man, every, everybody counts them out every single year. Some their main stars are thirty five and up. Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. Um, Duncan's near forty, but the guy remains healthy. He remains in shape, and no matter what Greg Pop tells him to do, Tim Duncan is doing it. Parker's doing it. Ginobili's doing it, and they get a young stud, um, Kawhi Leonard. They keep Danny Green at a reasonable price, and they and then they get David West and Lamarcus Aldridge. And it was shocking because. When you think of free agency and people going to uh, Lakers and the Knicks and Chicago, somebody really said, you know what, I want to go to San Antonio. And that, that guy happened to be LaMarcus Aldridge. And I think that move was the biggest move in the offseason. I know Greg Pop would do everything he, everything he can to um, make that whole thing gel with him being at the four and, and dunking at the five. They did trade Tiago Splitter in um to Atlanta in, in the offseason. Uh, you know, I'm not saying he's a perennial All Star, but you know he was pretty vital to what that team was doing. So, um, AD, I, I'm just happy the NBA is upon us, man. You know, when 2K16 comes out, you know NBA is right right around the corner. Um, you know, being in in, in October and everything, so three weeks away, NBA. Um, league pass gonna be on fire. <laughs> El Fuego. Um, NBA League Pass is gonna be the true MVP um this year, man. I'm looking forward to seeing some new teams. Not not the same old teams, but I'm looking forward to seeing some new teams out there on, on League Pass. And um it's always great talking to you, man. Again, DK he's on Twitter at DK Media NYC. Um, great basketball aficionado knows the game. Um, we ran out of we ran out of time. We need to talk about we need to talk about Derrick Rose. Well, he, he got hurt. He'll be back in two weeks. That's it. <laughs> 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 hopefully, hopefully two weeks. Hopefully, he'll be back for the for the opener. Man, I just, I mean, it, that brittle soul, that brittle brittle body of his. It, I, it, it's I, sad, I, but I pray for him, man. I pray that he, you know, he's able to raise his kid on two hundred and eighty million. And, you know, that he's not, you know, worried about his body breaking down. You know, I, I pray for him. I really do. Hey, man, Chicago goes as far as Derrick Rose can take him. Um, him being healthy, them being exciting to watch. Because if Derrick Rose is not playing, then, you know, it's quick with the remote for me. But um, <laughs> You're not a Jimmy Butler fan. <laughs> no, I, I like Butler. I like, I, like, I like Jimmy Butler. He's nice. But... Derrick Rose is, is the main guy. You know what I'm saying? That's the guy you pay 
money to see. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really hope he gets back healthy before I think they take him off the 28th, 29th. Uh, so he got three weeks to, to to recover, and hopefully he does that in due time. So Cruise Control Podcast with me, Randy Cruz, Randy J. Cruz on Twitter, DK, my guest for tonight, DK Media NYC. Thanks again, D. We are out, man. Thank <laughs> you.